by Gods and Kings takes place in the world of Dunai and is based on the tabletop RPG. For more information on the tabletop RPG or for more information on the world of Dunai, please visit our website www.bygodsandkings.com Chapter 9 An Eternal Servant Saras watched the priest walk away toward the Grand Temple, leaving her alone with the grieving families. With tears starting to form in the corner of her eyes from the thought of all the families continuing without their children, Saras knew she had to be strong for them. She had to ensure that Telerafel continued thriving, even with the families grieving. She turned away from them and looked down the path, hoping that Drusilla would come back and say something to comfort the families, but it was in vain. She knew something was different about the god-touched servant of Phalaris, and nothing would pierce the mysterious veil of Drusilla Whisperly. Madame Sarost, shouted another voice coming from the Grand Temple. The elder turned toward the voice, seeing a young boy in the robes of Phalaris approaching at great pace. Madame Sarost, he announced again, though this time much more exasperated. Sarost held her stance and watched the young priest stop right in front of her. He bent over at his waist and tried to catch his breath. Child, what is it? I've already been told what happened at the Grand Temple, stated Sarast calmly. The priest looked up and exhaled slowly. The high priest has summoned you to the Grand Temple to have an audience with Phalaris, he said softly, still trying to catch his breath. Sarast's eyes lit up gleefully. Though the night had been tragic, she had always yearned for the day when she would meet the god of Flora in the flesh. You should have ran faster, said Jaras jovially as she took off toward the Grand Temple at pace. She was too old to run, but she knew she couldn't walk either. Within a few brief minutes, Saras was in the courtyard of the Grand Temple and climbing the stairs. She passed the bodies that were being lined up, taken aback by the carnage on both sides of the path. She inhaled loudly as she placed her foot on the first step, knowing that there would be more carnage on the inside of the Grand Temple. She climbed the stairs slowly and eventually made her way through the large double doors. Remnants of plants and vines were scattered about, clearly a sign of Drusilla's wrath, throughout the temple. At the back of the temple, by the doors to the high priest's chamber, waited Vertrialis. Saras approached her as quickly as she could, looking upon the new high priest as she appeared to be lost in thought. High priest, announced Saras respectfully, I was summoned. Vitrialis leaned back against the wall beside the door and smiled. Yes, for some reason he wants to see you, she smiled smugly. Vitrialis closed her eyes and exhaled. I'm sorry, I did not mean to come off as rude. It's been a very bad day for all of us. Saras nodded solemnly. That it has, Vitrialis, but alas, we are all here and there is work to be done. That there is, replied Vertrialis before motioning for her to enter the high priest's chambers. Though it now belonged to Vertrialis, she had yet to become familiar and comfortable. Saras stepped in first with Vertrialis trailing behind, closing the door behind them once they were inside. Phalaris, here is Saras as you requested, announced Vertrialis while closing the doors. Phalaris turned toward the voices and smiled at the sight of Saras. He told me you were the person who held the village together, he said vaguely while gazing at the elder. He said you were the person who truly could help me in my time of need. Saras' eyes were wide, almost as a child's in awe. My lord, I will do what is asked of me, she said without any hesitation. Serving Phalaris was her aim, and now she would be doing it directly. She stepped toward Phalaris and dropped to one knee, kneeling before him in servitude. Tell me, what can I do that would help further your cause? Phalaris reached forward and placed his hands on her shoulders. Saras felt immediate comfort in his grasp while Vertrialis kept her distance curious to what angle he was playing. She had never heard of an instance where a god wanted to see a follower, no matter how important she was. I need someone wise who can bring together a colony of individuals, and Tandrit Vertran said you were the best we had. Saras glanced up and looked into the eyes of Phalaris. He said that I was, she stammered. He spoke very highly of you, and that's why I'm offering you the ultimate reward a god can bestow upon a mortal, stated Phalaris ominously. 
The elder's jaw quivered with the words of the god above her. Am I? She asked slowly. Valerie smiled warmly and nodded while staring into her eyes. He moved his hand away from her shoulder and into a pocket on his side, pulling out a wooden blade wrapped in vines. Without Sarah's eyes moving away from his, and with Vitriolus watching from the side of the room, Valerie strove the wooden blade into Sarah's heart. Sarah's eyes glowed vibrantly green, almost mimicking Drusilla's. With the wooden blade still in her sternum, she gasped for air as the pain and agony settled in. Sharp sensations traveled up and down her body as she dropped to her knees. Valerus gripped the handle firmly as she plummeted to the grassy floor at the feet of the god. As she descended, the blade was removed. Blood coated the grass and the wooden floor beside it. You are to become a god-touched servant, Sarast, said Valerus as he stared down at Sarast. Vitriolus leaned against the wall as she watched the older woman begin to convulse. This is quite repulsive, muttered the high priest as she watched the conversion. What purpose do you have for her? Valerus scoffed before smiling at his new high priest. It's none of your concern, Vitriolus, he answered rudely. She will be heading to a place shrouded in fog to unite my followers. Vitriolus remained silent and folded her arms across her chest. She had heard rumors of a land of mist and fog, but only in fables. It does not concern you what happens in the land of the Dragonkin. All you need to do is worry yourself with Quor, Urine, and the islands in between, instructed Valerus. So there is a land of Dragonkin, smiled Vitriolus, while still keeping her arms folded. I suppose the rumors are true that it is the only place where Vestia's laws and her champion do not rule. That is most definitely false. Vestia's dominion extends everywhere on Dunai. The only exception is in our individual realms, though she still has influence, clarified Valerus. The Shrouded Continent was created as a haven for God-touched servants and a place to hide the Dragonkin from the humans of Dunai. Vertrialis squinted slightly as she remained still against the wall. Why were they created if they can't be around humans, inquired the High Priest. Why are most creations of Valkus kept away from humans, retorted Valerus. Contrary to my wishes when we created Dunai, humans were agreed to be the dominant source of sustenance. Valkus, in a stroke of either madness or boredom, decided to harness essence into other humanoid creatures. Those creations provided essence for us, but they upset the balance that was carefully forged. Virtualis paused briefly as she took in Valerus's message and with Sarah still on the floor. Did you say boredom? she asked curiously. Lock yourself in a forge for thousands of years and possess an intense desire to create things. You'll find a way to occupy your time, explained Phalaris sarcastically. Valkus means well. He created three followers for me without me asking. Virtualis smirked and stood up off of the wall. Is that why past high priests haven't been particularly concerned with them? Phalaris nodded. I appreciate them, but my concern is the forest. Understood, replied Virtualis. She took a few steps forward and stood behind the body of Sarast. How long will she be like this? It took Drusilla four days, replied Phalaris. It really depends on her essence and how long it takes to alter. I've heard of some conversions taking a few hours, though there was one person who served Xylene that took three months. Vitrialis's eyes lit up in surprise. Three months? Yes, but his power is wicked now. He serves Talgis, but will resist Xylene from time to time. Valerus hung his head and shook it slowly. Anyone who can conjure a storm from a sunny day or a blizzard from the heat is not one to be trifled with. I'd advise anyone to avoid Scare. I'll keep that in mind, replied Vitrialis. So you asked for me to find Drusilla. Do you know where I should start? Valerus nodded. I do. He stepped around Saras and over to the table at the edge of the room with a large stack of tomes. He pulled a few off the stack, finding the one he was searching for immediately. He grabbed the tome and walked it over to Vitrialis. It seems your predecessor archived the life of Drusilla and knew far more about her than I originally assumed. Why don't you brush up on what he knew before you confront her? 
Valdus walked away from Virtualis and back over to the table where he found another tome and opened it up. You'll need to get to the western half of Quor, but to the east of Madralis. There you'll find the Grove Astralius. That's where she's originally from, and that's where she always went when she found herself in any kind of strife. Virtualis closed her eyes and sighed. The Grove Astralius was overrun a long time ago by... By a cult devoted to those who stood apart from us, smiled Valerus as he finished her statement. That cult is devoted to worshipping those from Tengresia that aren't us, but instead praying in hopes that they will come and liberate them from our hold. Is that possible? inquired Vitrialis. Valerus smiled and flipped through the tome. Head there quickly, High Priest. I don't know where she will go from there. Vitrialis was annoyed that he didn't answer her question. Valerus, is it possible? Valerus glanced up from the tome and locked eyes with Vitrialis. What makes you think it hasn't already? Valerus smiled sarcastically as he shifted his eyes over to the door. Make haste, Vertrialis. I look forward to speaking with the two of you. We would like to thank everyone for listening to this podcast. More content will be coming out on a regular basis. For more on By Gods and Kings, please visit www.bygodsandkings.com or www.scriptcrypt.com.